Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective. Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective, episode 43. Thank you for tuning in. As I bring myself to the space, I do feel guided to speak about appreciation and gratitude to gain a deeper understanding in regards to our ability to tune ourselves or soothe ourselves into a feeling or a thought that feels better, an opportunity to consciously vibe higher, and with that, appreciation and gratitude is a sure way. We hear a lot today in regards to be grateful. And we absolutely should come to know this state of being, which is gratitude, as it does keep us in a frequency of abundance. So it is our intention, by the end of this episode, we will come to know appreciation and gratitude as a sure way to calibrate ourselves into the state of being of abundance and realize abundance isn't anything to obtain or to get but it's a state of being an opportunity that is available for us to experience this is coming from the perspective of the laws of the universe that we create our experience as our goal based off attraction so abundance you might say would coattail right behind appreciation and gratitude because you will find yourself there So we will begin with gratitude and introduce a concept that might suggest gratitude is the way for the personality, identity, ego to perpetuate or validate the realm of duality and polarity. So before we get started, let's bring awareness to the breath and to the heart space. And speaking of appreciation and gratitude, I would like to take this time to thank each of you for tuning in. And for those of you that are donating and becoming monthly supporters, I really appreciate the love and support. There would be no purpose for this podcast without you. And you can always set your own intention to receive the clarity or guidance that you are seeking. And let us see what comes up in regards to gratitude and appreciation. This episode was inspired by one of Brother Buddha's Four Noble Truths. The second noble truth, Brother Buddha told us, Suffering is caused by craving, attachment, and desire. So coming from this perspective, Buddha was proposing the idea that the cause of all human suffering is desire. Desire. 
to want. And you can see, especially in America, we have been conditioned to be consumers and to always look for the next best thing. We are never really content or satisfied. And because of this, we have found ourselves time traveling, you might say, always predicting and worried or concerned about the future. And accidentally, this puts us, this puts us in a state of being of lack. So what did Brother Buddha mean when he told us desire is the causing of suffering? Does he want for us to not have a desire? To give away all of your desires and your wants? Well, yes, sort of, but not in the way we think. Our desire and craving most of the time is based off of the illusion that we are separate from Mother Father God. And the five senses processes information of instant gratification, or it needs to see it to believe it. And because of this perspective, we never feel safe or as if our needs will be met. So Buddha, our brother, was not telling us not to have a desire. He was letting us know that we don't need to desire for anything that all of our needs will be met. So this is really an episode that will fine-tune the five senses and the personality identity into its place. To sit at the left shoulder and be the observer now. Gratitude, from the earth perspective, you might say, from a ego perspective in a body, Gratitude is the concept based off the idea that there is a battle here between darkness and light, good and evil, and that you might die. Gratitude comes from this perspective, from the idea of recognizing the realm of ego and validating ego's perception of it, saying, I'm so grateful some people have it so hard. I could have it worse. Some people have it so much worse. That sounds like a harmonious way to put yourself into gratitude, and it could be, but there is resistance there because you are also recognizing the realm of existence that does not honor things to be grateful for. So it is a fine-tuning, a splitting of hair that we are doing here to get you to honor appreciation over gratitude, you might say. So gratitude does serve a purpose, absolutely. And it is definitely a step stool or a breadcrumb along the way towards an even higher frequency. From where you are today, you might say that joy is the highest vibrational frequency that your body can contain. Gratitude being very close, but more so towards the lower four pain bodies. You're in gratitude because you're still recognizing pain and suffering. And we will get into the subtle difference in regards to appreciation. We're not telling you not to be grateful. We would love for you to be grateful. We want you to become fully integrated 
where you know that the bad things from your perspective, the suffering and trauma, all those things have worked in your favor. That you couldn't be where you are, who you are today, without each and every step along the way. So gratitude from one perspective is saying, the personality identity ego is correct. We are separate from Mother, Father, God. And we're speaking from the ego. The ego says, I'm so grateful that I can see sometimes evidence that earth is good because it's mostly bad. Because God's in heaven far away from me and I'm far away on earth. That's the ego perspective. So, in regards to wanting things and consuming, which we have been conditioned to do, there's no problem here. We are just shifting into a more refined state of being. From one perspective, you might say all your needs have been met and they will continue to be met. And all of your prayers are heard and will be answered. You will receive every single prayer, just not all at once. You think you want it instantly, but you really don't. You enjoy the journey, the calibration little by little, seeing evidence of your own ability to align and then receive the blessing from it and then going back into contrast and gathering more data. This is what you came for. We didn't come for the instant manifestation. But since the personality ego can't predict and it doesn't see evidence of what's to come, it makes you want it over and over and over. What we're saying is, after you ask it is done, it is your job to match the energy of it. We have discussed this. But since the ego can't see evidence of the brand new car in the garage, you might say, it keeps asking for it. Because it's trying to predict and it says, well, I can't see it, it must not be coming. And because of this constant want, we accidentally create vibrational gaps and more space in between us and the thing we desire. Your wanting it so much pushes it further away. Wanting is the opposite energy of abundance, it's lack. So gratitude honors lack in a very subtle way. It is the perpetuation of the illusion of being separate from Mother Father God that sometimes things are good, sometimes things are bad. That's not true, that's relative. This is a vibrational universe. It's not good or bad. On Earth, our experience is a responsive, meaning we created it. So no one is blessed and no one is punished. The universe responds to our most dominant thoughts, feelings, and emotions. So, how can we use gratitude to accelerate or propel us into appreciation? To be in the state of being of thank you more than I want. Again, referring to Buddha's quote, it doesn't mean to cease all desire. It means to stop and realize all your needs are met and you don't need to desire. 
So if we can practice saying thank you more for all of the things we already have, this is what you call gratitude, but you do it from the perspective of gratitude that sometimes things are bad, sometimes we're in lack. But if you can focus solely on the all your needs are met in divine time, and as they say, count your blessings, count our blessings, to see where the love is already, where is the abundance already, you will transcend gratitude into appreciation because now you can appreciate the experience of earth knowing that although sometimes we're not great at managing our alignment, it is the only thing that would attract negative experiences or lack to us. And we're in appreciation that regardless to if we get in or out of alignment, Mother, Father, God never lets us off the path. It's always holding us. So on this day, we are grateful for the emotion and energy of gratitude, and we exchange it for appreciation, which is a deeper understanding that all of our needs will be met in divine and perfect time. All of our needs will be met. All of the prayers will be answered, just not right away. This is a blessing. It's a gift. Mother, Father, God understands what we can receive at what time. So if you haven't matched the energy of your desire yet, you are the own evidence that it's not time. It's not Mother, Father, God keeping it from you. It means you haven't done your vibrational work to match the energy. So thank you, gratitude. Your services are very well appreciated. And now we call in appreciation. In order for us to refine our perception in regards to appreciation, let us refer to Brother Buddha's first noble truth. The first noble truth says, To live is to suffer. Sorrow is the universal experience of mankind. So what was Brother Buddha letting us know? While he was speaking from his own experience. So what did he experience that let him know sorrow is the universal nature and suffering of mankind? You might say that Buddha was a prince and when he realized there was a world outside of the four walls of the palace, he renounced his royalty and he left. And up until this point, he wasn't aware of the suffering of the world because he lived a very protected life within his four walls. So Buddha in that moment realized that the nature of reality is to suffer. And why is that? Because we identify with the physical personality identity so much while not having the realization that we create our experience as we go. And if we create our experience from the perspective of the physical body, this is from the perspective we are not guided or perfectly supported by source. So the symbolism of Buddha's renunciation might be our dissension as he left the four walls of the palace and went into the world, so did we leave the loving, 
presence and support of Mother Father God to incarnate on earth. Coming from this perspective, it gives us an appreciation of the human experience. Seeing it as an opportunity. And what's the opportunity? To create our own reality. To infuse love into a realm of existence that's not so loving today. So Buddha was not telling us that the personality identity is the reason we suffer, that to have a body is to suffer. He was reminding us that when we think we are the body and separate from Mother Father God, then you will know suffering. There is only one pain on earth and it is the unbearable pain of being in the illusion of separation from Mother Father God. Everything we are seeking today is the reconnection to Source, to the One, to the I Am. So how does appreciation work in contrast or relation to gratitude? Appreciation is the knowingness of the nature of reality, meaning that we choose our own experience. That there's nothing happening to you or coming towards you, that you are attracting all things. It is a force of attraction, a stream flowing of momentum leading us towards our well-being. So it's a reminder to be in appreciation because it is taking full responsibility and accountability for your experience here. Now you can't blame Mother Father God, you can't blame anyone outside of you. Gratitude would say, I'm so grateful that person can't hurt me anymore. Or I'm so grateful Mother Father God gave me this blessing. What do you mean you're grateful for the blessing? It's your natural right. You turn away from the blessings. Mother Father God never stops giving the gifts. Right? We can feel that clarified it. So appreciation is the personality identity honoring the natural state of being, which is to be in receptivity. You call it abundance prosperity, love, flow. It is to be in the line of fire of the gifts of Mother Father God, in the path of, in the stream of, the gifts of Source. You don't have to do anything to win the approval of these gifts. They flow to you. This was Mother Father God's promise to us that we would know eternal life. And eternal life is to be in unconditional love. So it's a always, it's a consistent, it's a forever, eternal broadcast focused upon us. So appreciation is the deeper understanding that faith is to know how the laws of the universe work. That your vibration or your thought will always come before the manifestation. And all we must do is line up with our desire or our intention. Isn't that something to be appreciated? Are you grateful for your heartbeat? Does it sometimes stop and then start again? Or do you appreciate that it's a constant, an eternal pulsation or interaction from the Father God? This is just one example as we are splitting hair. 
So once we look at the past traumas of the inner child or maybe recent experience, and you start asking the questions we always suggest, how did this work in my favor? How am I whole? How can I help others now? This will turn the gratitude into appreciation. Gratitude says, sometimes on earth, it's good and bad. Appreciation says, when I go to earth, I create my own experience. Look at this opportunity for me to do what I will here. And there is a responsibility when it comes to being a master creator. Your responsibility is your vibrational alignment to make sure you are emitting the frequency of your desire. So what do you appreciate today that you used to be in gratitude for in regards to the hardships and traumas that you believed were working against you, but now you're starting to appreciate it because we've been experiencing our own thoughts here in order to calibrate us into the timeline, our state of being, that vibrates at the frequency of Mother, Father, God, meaning there's only one will here. It's for you to be happy, to do what you love. You've never been punished. You've never been tested. There are no obstacles. A test and an obstacle is condition. Source loves us unconditionally. So how can you allow the things that you avoid to look at in a different perspective, meaning grievances or grudges, how can you soothe yourself into appreciation of it? Because now you understand you created it. And since you've been creating your own experience here, you must have been doing it for a purpose and a reason. And now it's up to us to get the reason. To find the blessing. Once your hardships turn into blessings, you feel the sense of gratitude because you say, sometimes things are not so good here. I'm so grateful that things are going good right now. And you stay there for a while and then you start to recognize that the reality or the universe is responding to you. Now you can choose to be mindful and stay in that space of receptivity by being the observer, knowing when you are referring to the Um, negative memory as the identity and then you can do the work to get the lesson and transmutate that idea that it's good or bad into appreciation that it's neutral that we create as we go to the end of the episode I do feel guided to allow Brother Buddha to offer the final thoughts in regards to appreciation and gratitude the third and fourth noble truth from Brother Buddha the third noble truth says the removal of sorrow can only come from the removal of desire So again, did Brother Buddha tell us, don't have a desire, don't want anything? 
Or is he telling us you don't need to desire, all your needs will be met. And if you want things, you will put yourself out of the frequency of abundance and put yourself into lack. He was reminding us you don't need to desire. Brother Buddha reminded us in the sacred text that all the enlightened ones at all times surrender in truth all attachments. He says that the holy spend not idle words on things of desire. When pleasure or pain comes to them, the wise feel above pleasure and pain. So what does this quote mean? What does it mean that the enlightened ones at all times surrender in truth all attachments? That the holy spend not idle words on things of desire? This is Brother Buddha recognizing our multidimensional nature. That you speak your reality into existence. That you think and feel your reality into existence. So he's saying that enlightened ones, brothers and sisters who are trying to be the master creator of their reality, they will never waste any word. They won't waste a word or a thought on wanting or desiring because they understand the nature of reality is vibrational and you put yourself into lack when you do this. That you agree with the ego realm that we're separate from other Father God and we don't see evidence of the gifts of Source. And in the final part of the quote, when he says, when pleasure or pain comes to them, the wise feel above pleasure and pain. To feel above, to raise your frequency, to vibe higher, as we say. So he's reminding us that, yes, on earth there is pleasure and pain. But is it because God is giving us pleasure and pain? Blessing or punishing? No. It's because we understand the nature of reality is to create your own experience. That our thoughts become things. So he's saying if you're walking the path of enlightenment, you keep your vibration high above the realm of earth, which is not to want to be in gratitude and appreciation instead. Gratitude, why? Because we used to think that the world was working against us, that sometimes things were good and sometimes were bad, and we never knew how we could line up with good. We always thought it was luck. But now we're in appreciation because we know there is no luck. There's only vibrational alignment or not. And there is not good or bad here, actually. There's opportunity for me to create my own experience. So again, the third noble truth, the removal of sorrow can only come from the removal of desire. Today, Brother Buddha might say, the removal of sorrow can only come when we stop referring to the memory of the body that we are separate from God. Right? I don't want to change his words. I love him so much. (laughs) But I think that if we refined it for the state of consciousness today it might sound something like that that yes we only suffer because we remember and what do we remember that we're a body that we're separate from God and when we do this we're not perceiving the gifts of mother father God and what's the gift do they come to you yes but how we attract them we 
attract them. So match the energy of your desire and then watch it flow to you. The fourth noble truth. Desire can be systemically abandoned by following the noble eightfold path. So in regards to the Eightfold Path, which we will discuss in a future episode, this refers to the reprogramming of the the subconscious to be in repetition, to rewrite the memory, to change the story, to honor causing the effect instead of cause and effect. Again, to be accountable. Brother Buddha also reminds us that you alone must walk the path. This is why it seems again that some are blessed and some are punished. Because only you manifest for you. No one else manifests for you. There's not a blessing that's just going to pop in your lap, but there can be if you do the vibrational work. So if we've gained anything from this episode and the support or guidance from Brother Buddha. Let it be the knowing that we are abundant by nature, and abundance is not something to attract or get, but it is a state of being to soothe ourselves into, and we could do that by appreciating the earth experience in a way that we understand we create as we go. You are the center of your own universe, the star of your movie. You make the rules here. Now we can feel that it's easy to transform that gratitude into appreciation. We can feel that you're stepping into your power as a multidimensional being, as a master creator. <laughs>